Let the game begin. If you do not wish to participate, then please let us know at this time. It's the Cooper and Anthony Show. There is a small dong parade going on in Los Angeles. And this has happened in Brooklyn. Brooklyn's been doing this since 2013, where they have a small penis contest or a pageant. It's not really a contest. It's a pageant. Well, it is like October. Whoever. It's October. Right. Yeah. So, but here's what's really interesting. So this parade is different. See, in Brooklyn, they're celebrating the micro penis or the small penis. It's a celebration. It's like, hey, bring your tiny dick over here. <laughs> this is this is different. In LA, what they're doing is they want to end small dong shame. They don't want men that have smaller penises to feel shame anymore, to feel like there's they're lesser, they're less than, and they don't want any more jokes about them. And they're putting an end to that. So this is an awareness parade for, you know, people like you. I thought you'd be happy about this. Your fellow micros are out there fighting the good fight and they have. This is actually a story. Yes. No, it's do, real. Do, it's, do, it's on do TMZ. These... <sighs> really? Yeah. In fact, I sent you a link from TMZ because they had a march and a parade. They and have, I they're they're going to have a day now. So we're going to be able to get off of work to go celebrate this. Is that yeah. what you're telling me? Yeah. To go have a march. Have a have a march. And, uh, you know, my joke was it takes enormous balls to get out there and show off your small dong. Small dong shape. And small dong shape. And small dong And small dong shame. You know what? I'm done with society right now at this point. I'm I'm just done. You're going to have a march for small penile? Are you kidding me? Why? What's Keep wrong? Your Listen, pants on. You don't have to tell people. If you have a small <laughs> wiener, you don't have to tell people. There's only one other person that needs to know. Maybe two, if it's your doctor and your wife or boyfriend or whatever. You, you don't need to march for it. I think you're missing the point here. If they march for it and show that even men with small penises have power, then when they reveal that micro penis to a brand new lover, they're not going to feel shame or be shamed because they're putting the message out there in society that, you know, people with small penises deserve love too. And a march and a day. Yeah. And a holiday yeah, and, and, and time off of work to celebrate the day. Yeah, very empowering. I, I was I felt good for them. I was like, good for you guys. But here's the weird thing about it. So I looked it up because I was like, hmm, how small, how small is small? So here's the reality. So the micro penis is what it's called, where somebody has a penis that is like, you know, like baby size. I had a boyfriend for a very long time, like kind of the love of my life who had a micro penis, but it was the first one I'd ever seen. So I didn't know it was a micro penis. But now in retrospect, I've learned that that wasn't the size of an actual penis. Um, so studies say that only 0.6% of men worldwide have a micro penis. But what is true is that men think their dong is too small. 
like there's more men out there that think they're too small mm-hmm. as opposed to men that actually have this, you know, this 0.6% that have a micro micro penis. So they don't actually have a small one. They just think they do. And a 2016 study found that the men's members average just a little over five inches, which sounds small if you're a guy, but five inches. I mean, there's a lot of women out there uh, and men that I'm good with five inches. Mm. That's fine with me. You know, anything bigger than that. What do you know? So under five inches, you should have a march. Well, I think. Okay, so this was terrible. And I see I'm guilty of this. I shamed the micro penis guy when I was in high school because I didn't know. So I was the first of my friends to see a penis, an erect penis. So I, t- I was telling them of about it. And they were, were like, what it looked like? How big was it? I was like, it was mm-hmm. like the size of your thumb. They're like, what? I said, yeah, erect. It was about the size of my thumb. So they didn't know. They thought like this is the size of an erect penis, like a thumb size. So as he was walking around the hallway, they kept going, hey, what's up, JR? Thumbs up, thumbs up. And he's like, how come your friends are all saying thumbs up to me all day? I was like, I don't know. It's just, a, I don't know. They just like you. I didn't want to tell him that it's because I told them that's what your penis size was erect. Oh, and I had guy. one friend that was like, um, Cooper, that's that's not normal. <laughs> there's something wrong there. <laughs> he, he's got an issue. He, he needs to go to he the He has doctor. an issue. That's a very small, there's a problem there. Yeah, he yeah. needs to get into a march right now. <laughs> <laughs> he needs a march immediately. <laughs> I, well, what guy is going to go into that and make, make a sign? Honey, what are you doing? I'm making a sign. For what? I, 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 you know why. <laughs> you know why I'm making this sign. What, but what is that going to change? It, nothing really. I'm still going to be stuck with a small penis. <laughs> this, this is a crit. And TMZ picked this up. This is nuts. But no, it's not nuts. It's actually, <laughs> <laughs> that's the problem is that it's not nuts. <laughs> it's the opposite of nuts. Um, no, but what's interesting about this there's is that. Interesting about no, there's this. A, you're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> the message is. That when somebody has a micro penis or a very small penis, you should not shame them. You should just accept them for who they yes, are. You should. They are. They're asking for <laughs> no. They can't listen. They can't do anything about it. You know, it's not like it's not like me when people look at me and they go, "You got a big ass." And it's like, well, I can do something mm-hmm. about my big ass if I want to. It's it's not that. I mean, that you can't do something about a micro penis. That is. That's who you are. So love me for who I am is the message. So that way, when you experience a micro penis in the wild, you will love it rather than reject it. I like the message. If she makes fun of you or he makes fun of you because your winky is too small, date somebody else. Right. That's a good point, too. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to be with that person if they're making fun of your winky. Yeah. People are more than just their genitals. Right. And guys, you can just keep your pants on. Nobody knows. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody's ever going to (laughs) know. Except the one person that you're with and you can joke about it in, in, in private. The funny thing is, there were so many guys there that were like, "Oh no, I got a big penis. I'm just an ally." It's yeah, like, I'm here for my why friend. Why are you here? I'm, I'm right, here for like, Jack over here. <laughs> exactly. Like, so, so now you're shaming Jack. So just don't do that to Jack. That's <laughs> Jack's the whole point like, of all. Why? Did you miss the? Yeah. Did you miss the whole point of this? Yeah. So. So that's what's happening in LA today. We refuse to be responsible. Responsible. It's the Cooper and Anthony show. Everybody has a ghost. 
around them. Okay. And there is new technology that's going to make the ghost that is around you appear. Okay. And we're going to find out what your ghost, what the the ghost name is, Mm -hmm. where they come from, and all this. You just have to answer some questions. Okay. And then it's going to tell you. You ready? Yeah. Do you believe in the paranormal? No. I'm very skeptical. I keep an open mind. I've had experiences. I'm very in tune. Nope. Total bullshit. Where's All that right. one? Uh, if you had a paranormal experience, what was it like? I've seen shadows in the corner of my eyes. Nope. Occasionally wake in the middle of the night. Glued well, everybody to my wakes bed. up in the middle of the night. I have to pee sometimes. <sighs> Is that paranormal that I have to pee? Have you ever seen or felt cold spots around your house? Well, yeah, my boyfriend leaves the window open in the winter. You mean like that? No, but my cat seems possessed by some type of demonic dark matter, or I've only felt the light of the presence of God. Which one of these is true? This is why I don't have cats. None of those are true. I've seen the you've seen shadows in the corner of your eyes. You've seen that because I've seen when you're home by yourself, you will turn every light on in the house. Well, yeah, that's only because I'm scared of actual people hiding in a closet with a machete. If you're having trouble sleeping at night, what is yeah. keeping you awake? Reading serial killer Wikipedia pages before bed? <laughs> <laughs> Events of your past? Uh, something embarrassing you did 10 years ago? Or I haven't had any issues falling asleep recently. I have never had an issue falling asleep. I have I have issues staying awake. Okay. I never <laughs> had problem. Okay. You sometimes hear strange noises coming from your house, like in the wall, ceiling, plumbing, or staircase. Technology like Alexa or your phone. Places you visited like school, work, or your parents' house. Or I really don't hear strange noises. I don't hear strange noises, but my upstairs neighbor, we have a new upstairs neighbor, and his bedroom is right above ours, obviously, and I hear this noise that sounds like he's having sex, but he's not in a relationship, so either he is bringing home a bunch of strange every single night, or he's having like a full-on self-love sesh with his, I don't know what he's doing, but every, like every couple of nights, that's all we hear. It's so loud. Does that is that a paranormal? No, I'm just say you, you don't hear that. Um, okay. You would not stay at this Airbnb if you got to pick from one of these an oddly shaped dark blob on the floor. So if you've <laughs> seen that, you wouldn't you wouldn't stay there. Uh, a message in the guest book that said something happened here. A tape in the VCR in the kids' room featuring. Footage from 1986. What's wrong with 86? What happened then? I don't know. Just an old videotape. If you walked in, there's an old videotape. It looks... 86 is old? (laughs) That's scary. That's scary. I'm going to go with somebody in the guest book being like, something happened here. Okay, not the oddly shaped dark blob. No, it's probably poop. Somebody pooped on the floor and they didn't clean it up. What is the temperature of the room you're in right now? Warm and, must, warm and musty. I a have a temperature chilly. thing right there. 
It's 72. Uncomfortably cold, or I don't know. It's like room temperature. It's 72. Is it warm? Is it chilly? Is it cold? Or you don't know, it's kind of room temperature. It's too warm for me. I like it. I like it about 68. Okay, 72 warm is too and, warm. And, and musty. Okay. You've not come really this far, but it's not too late to leave. If you feel uneasy or scared, we understand. You want to continue to find out who your ghost is. Yes. Proceed. This is your ghost. I found your ghost. Okay. This Then I got to show you your ghost because... Is it a person or a dog? It's like a little person. Oh. I'd like, like it a, to be an animal. No, it's like a little kid. Look at that. Oh. Adrian, 10 years old. Can I play with you? All Fell right. face first into a bonfire. Oh, she's an idiot. She fell into a bonfire? Who That's your ghost. Come on? All right, fine. BuzzFeed said that's your ghost. All right. So there you go. Okay. You scared? No, I want. I was hoping for an animal ghost. Ch- child ghosts. <laughs> yeah. Oh my, Why know, would there I, be a child ghost around you? Exactly. I mean, there's not actual children around me. Why would there be a child ghost around me? It doesn't make any sense. Is it kinky? I don't think so. It's the Cooper and Anthony Show. You're going to fight with me on every one of these, but I'm going to tell you, I completely agree with every single one of these. These are the 20 things New Yorkers are sharing about the negatives to living in New York City. There aren't any. This place is amazing. And negatives to uh, it's eye opening for people who don't live there. All right. I'm telling. I'm going to tell you right now. Whoever did this quiz did not talk to native New Yorkers. They talked to people who moved here from Chicago. The sheer number of people. This is number twenty. The sheer number of people is overwhelming. That's the fucking point. It's a city. It's. I agree. It's over. <laughs> there's too many damn people there. It's not overwhelming. Public transportation is incredible and disappointing at the same time. Well, that is true because it's incredible because it takes you. You can literally go anywhere in the tri-state area. You can go to Jersey. You can go to Connecticut. You can go upstate. You can go anywhere. But when you get on the train, sometimes it stinks. Sometimes it's dirty. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they're late. You know, sometimes like the station stinks. Yeah. And sometimes you get on the wrong train and it's the local, not the express. Exactly. Yeah. It's confusing for people who don't live here. In the past few years, this is number 18, the mental health crisis and the homeless crisis have gotten much worse even before the pandemic. Yes, 100% true. And it got worse during the pandemic because let me tell you why. Because of the pandemic, they let a lot of those people out of some of the homes that they were being kept in because of COVID, that they were safer on the street. But ironically, this is very, they did a study recently the lowest rate of COVID transmission was among the homeless. Wow. Yeah. They're outside all the time. Most apartments don't have AC. That's bullshit. In fact, not only does every apartment have AC, it is against the law to not have AC. That, that is, you could take your landlord to court and sue them for more money than they have. If there's no AC, it's okay. If you buy a window unit, but in the summer months, you're going to pay a fortune and electricity. 
Well, yeah, that's true anywhere in the country. Electricity is expensive everywhere. Not like it is there. Well, no, actually, it's cheaper here because an apartment that needs a wall unit, it's a smaller apartment, a smaller unit. So you don't need as much AC. You don't need as much electricity to power it as opposed to a house. Unlike you who have two AC units, one that sits in the middle of the room. True, I do. I call him Idris because he's big, black and cool. Number 16, the lines, because New York is so large, a lot of events, special pop-ups, everybody comes there and you're going to wait in line. Okay, that's for tourists. If you're from here, you know where to go where there's no lines. I don't I don't wait in lines because I'm from here. All right. The cat size rats really are here. Yes, they are. Well, that is true. Yeah, that's Pizza Rat and his friends. Yeah. So true. Carrying groceries, no car, unless you order delivery, you can only buy as much as you can carry. Okay, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. We all have wheelie carts. We all have grandma carts. And you put the groceries in the cart. My neighbor has one of those radio flyers, and you put the groceries there. No one has a problem getting groceries home. Nobody. This person bitched that you can't see the stars. Oh, well, yeah, no, you can't. You can't see the stars. <laughs> no, that's true. I didn't honestly like it wasn't until I went upstate where I was like, holy crap, look at all these stars. Where'd these come from? Yeah, there's no, no we don't have them. They're always here. there. Yeah, they're not, no, we don't have them in New York. There's no stars in New York. The, the first time I went to the city was was a long time ago. And every time I've I've seen a movie or a TV show about New York, it was always kind of dark. Yeah, we don't have stars here. So, but when I went to New York, it's always dark because the buildings cover the sun and it's always kind of dark and it looks like that all the time. We rarely have a moon. Sometimes we have a moon, but not really. It's a city full of empty people. See, again, that's somebody who's not from here. If you think, in fact, the opposite, New Yorkers are the most real, the most honest people that live in neighborhoods, especially communities. We're all super tight. We all know each other. Nobody. That's that's L.A. I'm sorry. If you think New York has a bunch of people that are empty, you, then you're not in the right parts of New York. No. Everybody in New York is on that edge of snapping at any moment. Everybody. But that's not empty. They're saying that people are vapid and empty like L.A. where they're like phony, like, hey, doesn't happen here. Number nine. It's pretty rare to see a proper sunset. Well, what's really interesting about that is now we have Manhattan Henge, where there's certain times of the year that you can look down 23rd Street and watch the sunset, and it's gorgeous. But on the river, like on the East River or the Hudson River, beautiful sunsets. Hmm. Having a car in a city is very expensive. We know that. That is true. Number seven. That's very true. Outrageous rent prices, and the winter is a killer. Well, winter is hard everywhere. There's cold and winter. And uh, wait a second. Minneapolis, winter is a killer. New York, the coldest it gets, you can still go outside. You just have to bundle up. Minneapolis, they have habit trails for humans because you can't even leave the house. It's so cold. It's like 50 below. The coldest it gets here is like 11 degrees. You know, things about New York that you hate the tourists. Yeah. 
Yeah, because you know why? The tourists, when they come here, they get on the city bikes or they rent cars. <laughs> and that's, and they, no. that's the city bike. It says the people who ride city bikes. <laughs> right, because we, we call them cityots. Because, again, that's not a New York thing. The cityots are the people who are not from here. They don't know the rules. They don't know the rules of the road. They don't know the bike rules. So they just like ride around like, hey, 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 like this is so fun. But they're ignoring all the rules and they end up crashing into people. They ride the wrong way up up the wrong road or they don't stay in the bike lane telling you it's a mess it's a tourist it's the same tourist thing again number four the amount of money you need to put down to rent a new apartment is staggering well no you put down a month's security yeah first month one month security sometimes last month and a broker fee no, well, you can very easily get a no fee apartment. That's that's easy. But yeah, sometimes you got to put down first and last month. But again, that's that's not just New York. That's pretty much everywhere. You and I had to do that in Long Island. The salary requirements for some apartment are crazy. Someone well, who true. makes sixty thousand dollars a year, you won't be approved for a sixteen hundred dollar a month apartment. That's true. Because they require forty times the rent. That's very true. That's crazy. Yeah, but you know how you get around that is if you have savings, you could pay a year up front. I'm just saying people do that. They pay a year up front. Wow, to get around that. Um, it take, And I don't agree with number two. It takes such a long time to get anywhere. What? That's crap. In yeah, fact, I, don't, I, I, went to, I went to Williamsburg yesterday, 18 minutes door to door. I got on the train, the L train. I was in Williamsburg in like five minutes. It was yeah. eight, literally 18 minutes. I, I timed it. If you don't know the city, then yeah, I can see where it takes you a long time. But if you know the city or you have somebody on speed dial like you or Joe that you can call and say, where do I get on the train and where do I get off? If I want to go here, it takes no time at all. No time at all. So yeah, that's, again, that's somebody who's not from here, doesn't know how to work the subways. Right. Number one, I agree. You don't agree. It's so true. The smell in the summer. Only in the tourist areas, only at like Penn Station. You know, I live in an area where it's mostly families. It's a neighborhood. There's nothing industrial. There's no offices over here. So where I live, it doesn't stink. And there's like flower beds and there's like a little park right here. So that's probably true over by Penn Station. But that's not true in the East Village, in the, by the East River, by, you know, some of the nicer areas on the west side. Like the Upper West Side smells amazing. Okay, but for somebody like me that got off at the Jamaica stop, yeah. and then you get off at Penn Station, I'm telling you, it smells really bad. Right, because it's Penn Station. It's where all the tourists are. It's where all the homeless people are. It's where all the, the people on the nod, the druggies are all there. The cons are all there. That's the worst place to be. I would never, I wouldn't recommend Penn Station to anybody. <laughs> the door opens and I always went, the hell is that smell? <laughs> <laughs> Cooper's like, I don't smell anything. I was like, how can you not smell that? Oh, It's the Cooper and Anthony show. Where's my dinner? Hey, you want to get smacked? Oh, somebody gets food sent to them during the show but no well, we can't have food no no because i don't have, you guys we don't all eat the same stuff and do you know how much that stuff stinks <laughs> i'm sorry just so you know i um I, somebody sent me some sushi no 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 you picked you up the phone it. and ordered sushi and they sent me sushi 
Yeah. Well, you didn't know that I ordered it. You just saw somebody bring it in to me. You didn't know who they were and why they were here. You know, you know, like about a half hour before it came, when yeah. you were on and the you're phone. on the phone, saying, "Yeah, I'd like to order some you sushi." You didn't hear me ordering food. Ah. Uh, uh-huh. You didn't hear me. You yeah, were busy. We you were on the computer, and you were busy doing whatever you. We do. still have ears. No, you. Were, I, I. I didn't think you heard. I didn't we think. Heard. I didn't think you were listening. Because you we, ordered two tunas and two salmons. That's right. true. And we yeah. knew that she wasn't on the phone with Sean Lee, her husband, because there was no was yelling. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually being kind to somebody and giving an address and all that. So we knew it must have had to do with food. All right. Well, I haven't eaten yet, so I ordered some sushi, and I asked. Oh. I, I asked you guys. I well, Chad, I knew wasn't going to have any. Yeah, Anthony I said, likes his fish cooked. And I said to I said to Anthony, "Are you hungry?" And he said, "Nah." So I just we I, call that in my town bait. <laughs> well, you so, can have your sushi, and we'll have our uh, Krispy Kreme donuts that are yes. right over there. Well, it, but at least it smells good in here from them. But now it smells bad because of my sushi. <laughs> I apologize. It smells bad in here now, doesn't it? Now, who got you to eat that for the first time? There my, had to be somebody that said you have to eat this. My mom, when I was in high school, really. Hmm. She was always one of those traveling kind of women who was always going to other countries and eating food and coming back and going, you should try this. And she wanted to uh, expand my palate, even as, a, even as a young buck. So, yeah, she always made it a point when I was a kid to take me to Thai food and Ethiopian food and stuff like that. So, yeah, she took me for Japanese food when I was a little girl. And I liked it. What did I know? So I've been eating it all this time. Oh, but did I ever tell you the story about the guy that I took for the first time for sushi? Okay. Oh, my God. This is my favorite story. Okay. So I was <laughs> I was set up on a date with this guy, and the way he was described to me, I got to tell you, it wasn't really – I don't know why I went on the date, because he was described as being a little full of himself and a little arrogant. But I was at the age where, I, you know, if he was cute, I was interested and arrogant, meant self-confident. Oh, to be I a thought... fly on the wall on that date. <laughs> well <laughs> – it's true. Yeah, let me tell you about me. No, no, no. Let me tell you about me. No, 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 no. Let me tell you about me. I was talking about me first. No, I was talking about me. <laughs> so, uh, but he was, but he, see, the thing is, he was arrogant and obnoxious. Uh, lethal combination. And every time I said something, he was always like the kind of guy that was trying to one-up me. Yeah, he has to one-up. And then yeah. you have to one-up him. But I couldn't one-up him because he had done more than I did. And, and, and I wasn't trying to one-up him. It was like, you know, I said to him, like, for example, I said, um... Oh, I was just telling this story about these about friends of mine, and we decided to take a trip together, and we ended up going to Dublin. He was like, oh, Dublin. I love Dublin. I go there all the time. Did you go to blah, 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 blah? I was like, no, I was there for three days. I was there to see an Eddie Izzard concert. I had dinner, and I turned around and flew home. Like, I was there for all of three days. He was like, oh, well, the next time you go, you have to, you must try. Oh, and by the way, don't waste your time in Dublin. Head over to Belfast. And oh. But it, it was like one of those kind of things where when I was like. When you go like, into so-and-so, tell them pompous dude sent you. Exactly. It was that kind of thing. <laughs> where I was like, uh, Mary, I was telling. And the story wasn't even about going to Dublin. It was like a, a, a side point. It was like about my friends and I and the crazy stuff we do together and how we just, you know, took off for a trip for like a long weekend. So everything I said, he had to outdo me. You know, if 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 I ate steak, he had four steaks, whatever it was. So he had never had sushi before. So when he suggested, when I, he said, where do you want to go for dinner? I said, oh, there's a great new sushi place that opened up in my neighborhood. Um, he didn't want to admit that he'd never had sushi before mm-hmm. and that he'd only eaten, you know, the cooked stuff, like the teriyaki and whatever. Fish sticks. Yeah, fish fish sticks. He was Chad. Mrs. Paul. Right. So, you know, not to be outdone, of course, 
he, uh, I ordered a whole bunch of raw fish. So he ordered some too. He was willing to try. He said, what don't you eat? I said, I don't like eel. And he ordered like four pieces of eel. And he was so proud of himself. And he was just, he was so obnoxious I couldn't stand it. So when you order sushi, the way it comes, if you've never had it before, after they bring you a plate with all your sushi on it. But on the side, there's two things. There's ginger, and the ginger is there to um, for your palate. So when you, if it's too spicy, or if you in between fish, just the way in Indian food they give um, yogurt for that reason to to bring your palate back to neutral, so you can taste taste the next flavor. And that's the reason why the ginger's there to bring you to the next flavor. Or if you've eaten t- something too spicy, it's like it's, sorbet. It's like sorbet, exactly. But the reason why it's spicy because there's something called wasabi, and wasabi is the green. Mustard. It's and that's really But that's supposed to be really hot, right? Oh, it's incredibly hot. Okay. It's incredibly hot. But why do you have it? Um, well, because it, it. I like to put it in my. I mean, it's there to. It's there to make your food a little spicier. It's part of the flavoring. It's part of. And you put it in. You mix in. You mix it in with the soy sauce. But you do it in very small quantities. Most people do it in very small quantities, yeah. yes. I like a little extra wasabi because I like it real spicy. But it's that kind of thing. It's almost like when you go to one of those Mexican restaurants where they make the guacamole there right in front of you, and they ask you how spicy you like it. And you could say mild, and they put nothing in it, or you could say really spicy, and they throw in all the jalapeno stuff in it for you. So it's that same sort of thing, but you control it. So this guy had never seen this before, this obnoxious guy. So I'm explaining to him what everything is on the plate, and I explained to him what the ginger is and why there's ginger, and I said, this little piece of green is called wasabi. wasabi. They, only, they only give you a little bit because it's really, really expensive. But it's not. Oh, you didn't tell him it was hot. <laughs> I didn't you tell him it was evil. hot. And I knew, I, I could tell by this guy's character immediately that he was going to be impressed by the fact that something very expensive was on his plate. Yeah, give me a quart of it. <laughs> So he took his chopsticks, which he was so proud of showing me, like some, I don't know, some French way to use it or whatever. Well, when I was in Tokyo. Yeah, exactly. When I was in Tokyo. They showed me how to use chopsticks. It's not how you Americans use it. It's like this. And he took the wasabi in the chopsticks and put it in his mouth. No. And I did not say a word. Yeah, he put it in raw. It would be like somebody biting into a jalapeno pepper and you not or telling them. Or a habanero. Them that, or a habanero and you not telling them that it's spicy. <laughs> So he put the whole thing in his mouth, and I just sat there smug. Like, and, if, and if you're driving, no, that's not behind you. That's Anthony. Yeah, that, <laughs> Anthony likes to make yeah. those noises. Yeah. No, the one that the one that scares people is when I do this. When you're driving down the road, you hear, what, "What's that?" <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that to people. I was. Anthony. The funny thing, I was listening to another show on our station, uh-huh. and they played that sound effect on their show, uh-huh. and I about jumped out of my skin. <laughs> you looked behind on the you. Road. So Where'd now, that truck come from? You thought Ken was bearing down on you from behind. So now I know what it does to people when I do that, and right now, they're going, what is that? <laughs> Please stop doing that to people. That's not very nice. <laughs> All right, so the obnoxious guy has just chugged a whole chopstick full of wasabi. Oh, he took the whole entire thing in his mouth, and I didn't say a word. I I mean, I wanted to stop him, but there was a side of me that I was like, this guy so deserves this. Because you have a bit of a mean streak. And he was so smug and obnoxious. And Oh, oh, I'm sorry. And he insulted what I was wearing, and he made some comment like, um, the friend who set us up, um, Susan, Susan said you were thin. As if, like, I wasn't. He was like, God, Susan said you were thin. 
Uh, oh, like he's saying, but you're not, you're fat. Right. Like you're not. Like she made it sound like you were skinny. Right. And I was kind of like, what's the big, like, why would you even say that to a woman? So when he went to take the wasabi, I was like, yeah, this guy's eating the wasabi. <laughs> I'm letting him just. So he puts the whole thing in his mouth and the look on his face, he was like, oh, oh. he was, I mean, it was so hot. And you could see there was a moment where he didn't know if it was supposed to be hot and he had to be cool about it. Like it was supposed to be, like everybody else eats it here, but he's just being a wimp. Right. Or whether I've tricked him. You could see the look on his face where he wasn't quite sure which way, (laughs) which way to, if he should be like shocked and upset or, and then he started grabbing water and I said, oh God, I, I I didn't say that it was... Spicy, Spicy, did I? And does water have no effect like some it does on peppers, or does water quench the wasabi? Um, water has very little effect. It's the it's the ginger. You're supposed to put the ginger right uh, in, but you know uh, I didn't quite uh, get to that part right, of the tutorial uh, yet. Yeah, you're too busy eating yours. I was too busy eating mine. Laughing, laughing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm sorry. But Call sushi me is fat. Will you? Sushi is one of those foods that people just die for you to eat. No, you you must eat this. No, I'm not going to eat that. That's horrible. It just that, looks. Yeah. It just looks wrong. You're right about that. That is the sushi does have that quality where people feel like, no, you have to have because this. You some have people to taste really, it. really love it. And a friend of mine that lives in Nashville that I know, he eats that stuff three times a day. Mm-hmm. Three every day he'll eat it. Oh, okay. Now, Uh-oh. Anthony, you just really upset Karen. <laughs> Karen, please yell at Anthony for doing that to you. Oh. My God, I want to say something else, but I was like, oh, snap. <laughs> I'm like, did I run a light or something? And people are like pulling over with me. I'm like, it's what do I do? <laughs> See, now, Karen's happily listening to the show. I'm telling a story about sushi, and you're playing this cop thing, and Karen thinks she's getting pulled over. Everybody's I'm pulled like, over. Uh, uh, I'm like, I'm like, what is he? I'm like, oh. Now, did you start to pull over when you heard me say, don't worry, it's just Anthony? My heart was like in my throat. Anthony, that, he's sitting my over there throat. laughing. What the do you think? I think I'm going <laughs> Karen, I'm glad you're laughing because that's a cruel joke that he just played, just like the cruel joke I played on the guy with the with the wasabi. Right. And what made it so bad was I ran a yellow light, and I was like, oh, I make a yellow light, I can't see it. Wait, the three traffic lights, I gotta make it. Oh. I was like gunning it around the corner. I was like, I gotta go. <laughs> it's nine o'clock. Something's gotta be on TV. I got to get home. <laughs> And you start, you have that second where you're like, what did I do? Did I go through a light? Did I just pass a, a stop sign? You start to like think in your head, what I'm have you done? I'm going to jail. I was like freaking out. And then I had to pull over. I was like, oh, damn, there's no cop behind me. <laughs> she had to pull over, Anthony. I'm sorry. It's not funny. It's funny. I don't think you should laugh. <laughs> Karen can laugh. no more, man. It's not right. I'm like in tears. I can't even drive straight. I'm like in tears. Like, that was the funniest thing. <laughs> Thank you for saying funny because I was about to kill him. You just can't do it no more, you know? Yeah, Anthony, stop it. Stop it doing that to people. Thank you, Karen. I and I apologize. I'm sorry for him. I, I I apologize. I tried to give a disclaimer, but I don't know if it worked. It, it didn't work because look, Ch- Chuck. Look, Chuck had a. Anthony, stop doing that. Stop it, Anthony. Stop that's it. That's Anthony. It's not a real cop. It's Anthony. It's not. Go a about cop. your business. But that's not a police siren anyway. This it's, is a police siren. No, no, don't do a police siren. That was a fire truck. No, please don't do any more sirens. This is a police siren. Anthony, stop doing okay. sirens because people are going to think they're getting pulled over left and right. Chuck, I apologize. 
<laughs> Cooper, I'm a security officer in Charlotte, and I'm not lying. Uh, there was a CMPD officer pulling around in front of me, mm-hmm. and right before he got out of the side, I hear uh, Anthony play his little siren. <sighs> So I'm trying to figure out if that's him or not. <laughs> now, I can't tell. I can't tell the difference, but when they when they both first start out, they sound about the same. <laughs> Anthony, stop laughing. It's not funny. Chuck almost pulled over. Also, no, I actually I actually had to turn off the radio to. No, I turned off the radio to try to hear where he was, and then it stopped. I'm like. Oh, they're playing the sound effect. <laughs> You're like, oh, see, now, and you made him turn off the radio. See, Anthony so. is a menace, don't you think, Chuck? Sure. <laughs> he's a danger. And he thinks he's sitting over there laughing his butt off. You think it's so funny, it's Anthony? Like he's ten. I think it's funny too. <laughs> All right, so so Chuck, I apologize. You, Chuck. I apologize to everyone else who, um, yeah. So you know, that's a mean practical joke that you played on people. And it, so I'm, I'm assuming you never saw the guy again. No, I never saw the guy. Did you ever again. run into him? Uh, I did years later. Yeah. Did he bring that up? No, he, he had some girl with him. It was just it makes him look bad. Oh, stop it! Stop it! And that's too loud. <laughs> Make people look at their phone. Anthony, this is not funny. I'm sorry. It's not. See, I gotta say, you made fun of me by making the mean guy eat wasabi. Right. I feel like he deserved it. Whereas there's lovely people listening to this show, and they don't deserve your practical joke. <laughs> they don't really deserve you playing a mean joke on on them. Amy, look what you did to yeah. Amy. Yeah, the guy in front of me must have the same station on because we both pulled over at the same time to let the the emergency vehicle go through. <laughs> Anthony is on the floor laughing. Yeah, I think he needs CPR. Oh, God. Well, take him while he's down, will you? I mean, <laughs> everyone else is passing is trying to figure out, well, I don't see hazard lights. There's nothing going on. So people behind you were like, why did those two cars all of a sudden pull over? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're, we're being good citizens here. Wow. Thank you so much. And what are the odds of two, car, two cars in a row listening to us? Right. Very Pardon small. Me? Wow. Amy, I mean, I'm so sorry. I really apologize. He's four years old. I apologize. He's such an immature idiot. I think after men have kids or have a woman who has kids for them on their behalf. Because uh-huh. um, <laughs> that is what happens. They, they revert. <laughs> back to being a kid. Get, I'm sorry? You, you revert back to being a kid again. Right. And there's no getting you back to adulthood. It's just over. <sighs> Because you got to play with the kids, and once you get to that level, you just stay there. My husband picked out toys for my son when he was about a month old. Oh, okay. How about this? How about this? I said, it's for an eight-year-old. Well, I can break it in for him. (laughs) (laughs) I have all the bugs worked out. I'll I'll know exactly how to to work it by then. Well, thank goodness your husband at least picked toys for an eight-year-old, not a four-year-old. At least he thinks he's eight and not four. Because <laughs> at least an eight-year-old you can have a conversation with, unlike that idiot over there. Right. Who's four? Sorry, Amy. Yes, it's quite all right. <laughs> but you should apologize to people. And by the way, Anthony, what? Please apologize to Roy. Roy. Hey. Hey. Take this, Roy. <laughs> no, no, that's not an apology. <laughs> no, stop it, I Anthony. I thought something was wrong with my place of work. I just locked up when I heard the fire truck. (laughs) 
See, Roy is locking up. He thought that the alarm was going off in his building. And then, once I realized it was the radio, I got on the road, and there was a fire truck on the road. <laughs> that wasn't me, though, Roy. <laughs> I just wanted to call because I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Roy, you don't have to hide behind humor. You can actually yell at him if you want to. No, I really thought it was quite funny. Okay. <laughs> All right, from now on, I'm just going to play, like, polka music. See, but here's the problem. People are calling and saying it was funny. It's going to encourage you to do it again, and I think it's dangerous. I think I we're going to kick off every hour with some type of siren. No, I don't want you to do that. <laughs> Unless it's something that's like an air raid or something that people are not going to believe is really happening in their world. Okay, how about... No! <laughs> well, that's is that a submarine one? No, that's just a reactor. Which is the submarine one? Okay, that's how a about, nuclear reactor. How about this? That's better. That's better? Yeah, that's better, because if I heard that, I wouldn't be scared. <laughs> You're scaring people. <laughs> One day, someone's going to call the show and say that they had a heart attack because of you. I'm sorry. Really? You're scaring people. And usually, it's me that scares people when they look at me. Exactly. Now, Laura, are you going to defend that idiot over there? Are you really going to defend him? Today. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the birds are toys, and they're fun to play with. I play with toys at work. <laughs> no. So there's a there's a cow in the road. Is that what you're saying? Yes. There's I'm a fine. Ca- now, now, Laura, Laura, you don't think it's okay that we're picking on Anthony? No. Stop it. He might have really scared people. I doubt it. If they were paying attention like they're supposed to be. See, there you go. <laughs> Tell them, Laura. <laughs> All you have to do is look in your mirror. No cop, don't stop. See, <laughs> no cop, don't stop. See, That's and good. it's good because I keep you awake and keep you on your toes. And some of us need that from time to time, especially when we hate to drive home. That's okay. All right, so so you're doing you're doing a public service then, Anthony. Right. It's good to have that public? moment of adrenaline. You're like, where is it? <laughs> <laughs> I love that Amy and the car in front of her both pulled over. <laughs> Thank you, Laura. <laughs> Thank you, Laura. Thank you for defending poor Anthony, because nobody ever does defend you. No. It's about time. All right. Now, okay, I want to take a break. Don't play any sound effects. Don't freak people out. You, can you handle yourself for five minutes? There you go. <laughs> okay, oh, what is that? Is that a circus? <laughs> yes, the circus is coming down the road. Pull over. The circus is behind you. <laughs> That's better. I'd rather it be a circus, unlike this circus. <laughs> it's the Cooper Lawrence Show. Thank you.